Well, good morning, good morning. It's a beautiful world. Even in the midst of the pain, the heartache, the test and the trials, which we all have to know the difference, but I pray that my absence have allowed me to be even more impactful in your life. I've learned so much throughout these first nine months, well, eight months, because this is September, the month to remember. You know, make me think of our little song. Do you remember <laughs> the very first time? <laughs> I remember when I first started this broadcast. And oh my gosh, even as I looked on the analytical part, in my absence, I see where people still was listening to the prior messages. And thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. And I'm telling you, everything is always done for a reason. Romans 8.28 tells us that all things... No, no, let's go back. He said, but we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God and to them that are the called of God according to his purpose and so as I stated this week I'm going to ponder on this thing afflictions because I've noticed that even in the church era fellowship and in church um, meetings that when individuals are afflicted we don't know how to handle each other through the affliction. And so that's what I'm going to talk about. This is what I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to dig deep in me, to share my encounters with God through many afflictions. And that just through this season. One thing I want you all to realize that we're going to go through many different afflictions. We're going to go through many tests. We're going to go through many trials. And it's a purpose for that. Because what God has for you and I in this life and the things that he expects us to achieve, not just, oh, well, I'm going to do this because I think God wants. No, no, no. God expects us to achieve, conquer it, and be the best at it. Oh, come on now. No no hazard here. No half-stepping. No just throwing it out there and see if it works. No, 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 no. He wants us to be skilled and effective and so I am elated on how daddy chose me now I ain't gonna say I didn't like it cause Lord have mercy sometimes it don't feel good y'all when you're being afflicted it don't feel good when you have your projections your financial projections and all of a sudden everything stop it don't feel good when you counting on ABC clients and then you do the work or you share the information with them. But when it's time for the resources to be transferred to your account, all of a sudden, oh, we don't want to do that. Um, we changed our mind. And it's like, whoa, what's going on? But you know what I also realized? Oh, come on now. This the, this the caviar. It's like like my, my, my daughter said. This the caviar, mom. Okay, so this the caviar, you guys. This the caviar. God 
interrupted. He intersect all of that because he has to do a shift in our lives because he sees everything. He knows everything. See, sometimes we give Slipfoot too much credit. We think he know everything. The devil don't know nothing about us, y'all. He only can see our progression. All right? And in the words of our pastor, Darius Daniels, he said yesterday in service, the devil have more faith in you than you have in yourself. That's why he's coming at you. Oh, boom, shakalaka, come on now. <laughs> That's a boom factor right there. So when we began to understand the mechanism of our lives and what God has already preordained for us, he told us that in Jeremiah 29, 11. Come on, Holy Ghost. He said, I know the thoughts I have towards you. Thoughts of good, not evil. Oh, man, right there. We can stop right there and start having a praise party. Because what happens, the enemy always think it's evil. Uh-uh. No, that's not our daddy. Everything God does for us is good. Even in the midst of the, the affliction. I want to encourage somebody out there because now you're feeling like, oh man, I, I, I messed up and and and, 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 and I should have, could have, would have. Nah, we're going to stop the should have, could have, would have, y'all. Nah, ain't no should have, could have, would have. It's already been predained. It's already God already knew you was gonna make that mistake before you did it. God already knew that you was gonna say a curse word before you said it. God already knew that you didn't budget properly. So God always have a backup plan. We don't tap into the resource that He has already have given us. So when God say, "I know the thoughts that I think toward you," He said. And these thoughts are peace. So when we go through that affliction, first we got to tap into the love of God and receive his peace. And that peace, come on now, not evil, but to give you an expected end. See, God say, if you just trust in me, know that first of all, what's happening right now, you may think it's evil, but no, it's not evil. You may feel like it's evil, but God said, nah, nah, I'm, I'm using that thing to work something out in you. I'm using that, I'm using that affliction right now to build a stronger character. I need you to have some backbone where I'm about to take you. I need some boldness to come out of you. I need some directions to come out of you. I need you to be more focused. So yeah, it seems like bam, 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 bam. It's like, whoa, every time I turn around, Lord, something is happening. What's going on here? That's when you got to remember... Um, way back, maybe about two years ago on the program, I had did a message, stop, drop, and roll. You know how they tell you um, when you see a fire. He said, when you're in a building, you see a fire because of the smoke and how it rises. It says, stop, drop, and roll. So you won't inhale the smoke because the smoke will suffocate you and die. So what happens? We don't stop and focus our attention on the promises of God. We don't drop. Because we feel like, oh, that's, you know, prideful hit, pride to hit, and we don't want to drop. We don't want to humble ourselves before the hand of the Almighty of God and say, Lord, help me. He tells us in James, he say, if you lack wisdom, ask of me and I'll give it to you liberally. We don't use all the mechanisms that he have. And then we sure not going to roll because we're not going to stop and listen to God. And we're not going to drop and humble ourselves 
for God. So how in the world are we going to be able to roll out that situation? God wants to roll us away. He said, cast all your cares upon me, for I truly care for you. And when I receive God's care, then the care of this world just roll off of me. Oh, come on now. I know I'm talking to somebody. See, I'm bringing the heat. See, Dr. D ain't playing. Yeah, I may be distant sometimes, but don't, don't think I'm just sitting around twiddling my thumb. I'm seeking God for answers. I'm seeking God for some resolution. I'm seeking God for some remedies. Seeking you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. Ask and he will give it unto you. Come on now. And through this week, I'm going to reveal to you how you can really put that armor of God on spiritually and walk out here in the physical. And guess what? No matter where you go, even when the devil try to show himself up in the personalities and people, principalities, tap into personalities and people, y'all. So that's something else. I'm t- look, 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 let me tell y'all. I, huh. The Holy Ghost that taught me some stuff. Even me striving to submit into a, a worship um, organization and the Lord like, okay, this was a season just for now, but I need you to back out of this. I need you to come on because this is no, 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 no. And I was like, what? So even with that, afflictions come so we can begin to identify, to be able to focus and be in line, in sync with the Holy Spirit in our lives for your mission, for your vision. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But hey, we have to go through it. If you know God then called you to do something, if you know the promises and the prophecies of God throughout your life, 9-11 today, it say, do you remember? Okay. Yeah, I remember about 9-11, but do you remember 9-11-411? 9-1-1 in your life with the Lord. Do you remember what he told you? Do you remember what he said, the promises that he gave to you when you first surrendered your life to God? Guess what? That's on the books, and he expects you to fulfill that. Oh, ouch. The only thing I had to do, I had to do like, I had to stop, drop, and roll and say, whoa, wait, hey, hey, this stuff is just going haywire. What's going on here? Yeah. Many plans of a man, and God laughed at them all. But we got to commit our ways unto the Lord, for he will direct our path. And that goes into trust in the Lord. And acknowledge him in all thy ways and everything. Personal life, physical life, spiritual life, business life. Guess what? Hallelujah. All areas of your life, your mental life. We have to commit and acknowledge the Father in everything that we do. And when we do that from the heart, I mean literally surrender all. You can still be in it. Hey, I'm going to confess. I'm still in this affliction. But guess what? God say, I know I have the thoughts I have towards you, daughter. And they thoughts of good. 
For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, Danielle, saith the Lord. And they thoughts of peace, shalom. Not of evil. I don't see evil. I'm not going to do evil to you. Now, evil may come upon you. But when you trust in me, we're going to take care of that evilness. The wickedness that may show up. Because see, I haven't expected in for you. Now, when you call upon me, you shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. And when you seek me, you will find me. When you shall search for me with all of your heart. And I'll be fond of you, said the Lord. And I will turn away your captivity. And I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, said the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place which I caused you to be carried away from. Come on now. Daddy is saying, my thoughts and plans that I have for you, they're thoughts for good, not of evil. To bring you to a final outcome. See, God sees a final outcome. You have to see a final outcome. Now, in the midst of getting to that outcome, you ain't going to know everything. God ain't going to tell you everything. Oh, yeah, see, that's where that faith come in at. See, it's not just saying I got faith. I walk by faith, not by sight. But literally, you got to walk this thing out. You got to walk your destiny out. You got to walk. While you walking, you got to fight. You got to be like Nehemiah on the wall. Come on. With the sword in one hand and the hammer in the next. We in the fighting season, y'all. But the fighting that God want us to do is praising and worshiping and seeking him. So let me clarify that. Our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. And we got to bring every thought into captivity unto the obedience of Christ. I think that's in Corinthians 10, or 10, 15, 10, 12. 2 Corinthians. Let me find it for y'all. Oh, I, I'm on fire, y'all. As you can hear, because I want some. I want somebody to be encouraged, and I want the devil to leave. Stop speaking to you. You see, he's lying. He ain't up. He's the father of lies, y'all. Let's see if I can find this. Ten five. Oh, is it six? <laughs> Is it Ephesians? Wait, I know it's 10. Corinthians 10. Because we got to understand, we're not fighting, we not fighting a physical war. This is a spiritual war. This is a spiritual war. Okay, here you go. Yeah. Second Corinthians 10, 5. I was close. But we, well, it started at 3. For we walk, we walk in the flesh. But we do not walk after the flesh. For our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they mighty through the pulling down of strongholds, casting down the imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, having in readiness to revenge 
all disobedience. See, the, the affliction, when it comes, you guys, you got to identify that affliction. What is happening to you? What's, what's happening? You got to get your paper and pencil in a journal. And let's start identifying it. Let's stop this, this spiritual cliche, you know, jumping up and down, running around. I got it. I receive it. You know what I'm saying? But then when you go back home, you ain't doing nothing you heard. You ain't doing nothing you received. And you're still dealing with the same situation every day, every day. You should be sick and tired of it. I know I was sick and tired of it. And even when we break through that breakthrough, we got to prepare ourselves to go through the breakthrough something else. And that's something that I believe that's not being taught to fully equip us how to deal with the adversities that come upon us every day of our Christian walk. Even as individuals, they got individuals that I have met so much driving. People are going through so much, but they don't understand how to really relate their lives to God. Oh, I pray, I just, but I just don't understand. And I read the Bible and I just say, and then I try to go to church and they say, do this and do that. No, 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 no. We are the church. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. We're the body of the church. And we're supposed to represent. We're supposed to be that light bearer to expose darkness in people's lives. And the darkness is really represent ignorance, the lack of knowledge. Jose 4 tells us that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. So it's not that everything is so evil. It's just that you lacking some information for that situation to change your life. That's all. Everything is not the devil. We, you know, I really, uh, the beginning of this year, I really got a revelation from the Holy Ghost. Stop binding up God. Because every time something happens, oh, I bind the devil in the name of Jesus. Da, 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 the blood over you. Oh, no, that's the devil in the name of Jesus. Get, you know what? And you know what? I literally felt like how Paul felt when Jesus came to him and said, why are you persecuting me? Why are you binding me up? I'm trying to help you, daughter. The devil ain't got nothing to do with what I'm... This is me doing this in your life. I'm like, what? Say, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm confused. <laughs> Lord, are you bamboozing me? What? How you going to say this is you? Oh, yes. Got to go back and read scriptures. So I'm going to go back and we're going to tap in some scriptures so we can see where God literally instigated the affliction. Ooh, ouch. God allowed the affliction. And affliction could mean a whole list. It could be struggles, tests, health issues, problems. Afflictions is just afflictions. Think about it. I think I didn't give y'all enough right now to start really like, oh, okay, I see where she going. All right, all right, all right. Let me, let me, let me start looking at my life. Yeah, go get a paper and pencil. All right, because that's what I had to do. Go get a paper and pencil. And yeah, today is 9-11, so what do you remember? Not so much of what happened with 9-11 in New York, but what do you remember what God told you? Let's do that on the first page. Let's get our journal, Okay. Let's get our journal, get a paper. I mean, get your journal, a little note composition book, 
all right because these next three months this season right here we're going into a new year for god's calendar rosh hashanah is coming up we're going to celebrate and rejoice because this is our new year all right but in the western calendar you still have this last quarter to deal with and we want to go out this last quarter victorious all right And no matter what's happening around you, God say, I have good thoughts towards you to bring you to a good outcome. Not of evil, but I want to give you peace. And if you can take this time out this week and really, I'll be, I, I guarantee, I can guarantee you this by the Holy Ghost. Your life will never be the same. If you seriously, if you seriously take heed to what God is sharing with you through me, and for my accountants. Now you can't use what I'm um you, you okay, let me let me rephrase that. I'm sharing you my encounters that God revealed to me how I, I am able now to deal with afflictions. So I'm gonna share with you what he revealed to me so you can have another mindset, a mind shift. And some clarity on why you're going through what you're going through. And many of you, it's a cycle. It, it, it comes around in seasons. You could be doing good and you're thinking, that, oh, this is it. Oh, yes, I am in the season of steadiness. And boom, shakalaka. Look like something happened and it's like it just opened up a whole nother domino effect. Well, we're going to show you. We're going to show you how you can identify that. All right? Because also remember that I'm gone. I'm giving y'all too much now. I'm excited. That's all. I'm, I'm just, I just feel like a newborn baby now because I got my boom factor platform back. You know, they did that shift with Spotify and then I couldn't block in and I was calling the people and I couldn't remember uh, the passcode. I couldn't remember my email address that I used and kind of find I had changed the email. Man, it was something. Then I had to walk away because see, I don't let stuff frustrate me. If, if you frustrating me, I'm going to back up. I, I don't have time for it. If it's a situation, like if I have a problem with the computers or whatever, and if I begin to get myself frustrated, I know that's not the peace of God. I just I just cut it off or I walk away from it. And I wait till I come down. I, I, I get my equilibrium back. You see what I'm saying? I rest myself and get my, my frequencies in a more positive atmosphere, you know, so I can think. Because you know when you're frustrated and you're angry, you lose most of your 80% or I think they say 8 or 85%. The, the study shows us, the Cornell study shows us um, that you lose 80 to 85% of your thoughts, of your memory. So it's like that's how people like black out and they do stuff. And when they come back to themselves, they like, well, what happened? Yeah, because you got so angry and frustrated that your cognitive uh, thoughts couldn't correlate with your receptors and your neutrons and so if they're not connecting properly to feed you the right information then you're in trouble oh yeah 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 so that's why i strive more going into this year man i strive to just stay in my peace zone and a lot of times i didn't talk to people i'm like okay i see where this is not resolving nothing i'm backing up until you can get your mind straight I'm going to get mines. I'm going to stay in my zone. I'm going to let ABC people, that's why I got this there. I'm going to let them deal with it. 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to correlate. I'm trying to share something. I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to be there, but it's like, Lord, have mercy. So we have to also, in a season of affliction, you can't let other people afflict you on top of your affliction. I always tell people, I'm here to help you. I'm trying to get something to you. I'm not trying to take nothing from you. That's always been my motto. And um, I'm put that in the office. And that's it. I'm never striving to take nothing from nobody. I'm always striving to give to somebody. No matter what it is. If it's some information. If it's a service. If it's a piece of advice that's going to change their life. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I know I'm a giver. I'm a giver of life and I'm a giver of the word of Jesus Christ. And so much is happening that is changing in this world, in the body of Christ. Those that have ears to hear my voice to know that, hey, you thought 2020 was something. They got some stuff coming up, y'all. You're going to have to be in the spirit of God so he can tell you the strategic moves in your life. Stop following everybody else and seeing what they're doing and then you're going to do what they're doing. No, your path is totally different from their path. Now, you can listen to them and get that word because I can listen to the whole message. But then it's always one word, one sentence, one verse. It's something that sticks to me. And that's the rhema word that I need. And that's what I'm holding on to. And hey, God, Holy Spirit, implement this in my walk. Show me what, what I got to do with this word that I, that I have in my heart. Like he gave me. Many afflictions of the righteous. Sometimes we forget about that. I'm going to close out with this. I'm going to actually go and get it. Many afflictions. And I was like, whoa. We don't really even take time to explain that to people. We really don't. And see, the, and, and, and I don't want the enemy to deceive you and cause you to lose your, your destiny because he lying to you because you feel like why I'm going through this here. No, no, it's a reason why. It's a reason why. And let me see if I can find it. It's in, I know it's in Psalms 34. Uh, uh, Psalms 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. And the Amplified tells us, the Lord is close. The Lord is close to those who are a broken heart and save such as are crushed with sorrow for sin and are humbly and thoroughly penning it. Many evils confront the consistently righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of their all. Now, see, this was stuck out with me, y'all, and I'm gone. Many evils, many evils confront us, confront the consistently if you're consistent, oh, you got evil coming. Because it's always there to try to distract you, delay you, derail you. That's what that's for. Many evils com- confront the consistently righteous. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. Whoa, whoa. Listen to that. Okay, we're going to break that down some more. All right, we're going to break that down. We're going to get into that. So your assignment right now underneath the side of my voice, and I'm going to go live on, uh, I guess, uh, 
uh, Instagram and share this so people can understand what to do. All right. So this week we're going to understand what do God mean about many afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. And as we see, and I'm sure I'm going to get the other version. They got three other versions that really like open up your mind and say, oh my gosh. And when you get the revelation within your own life, that's where that peace of God going to come in at. Jeremiah 20, 11, the Lord, the Lord got good thoughts towards you. Not of evil, but to give you peace. When you understand that, whoa, you're consistent. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're serving God. You're striving to fulfill your, your calling on your life. You're striving to build your business. You're, try, you're striving to make sure your family's together. You're striving on your job. Every, any little area that you see that you're being afflicted in, ha-ha, is a good outcome for you. It's a good outcome for you. Look, look, let me, let me go. This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. We are here to be able to be an impact, uh, 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 a reservoir for you. Okay? That's why I created, God led me to create this, this um, broadcast because all of us have something to share with somebody. I know I'm not called to everybody, but they have somebody to have ears to hear. In this small segment on this day, on this 9-11 day, do you remember the very first words God showed you in your heart that he wants you to do for him in this world to manifest his love to others? And that's what we all about. Hey, leave me a message, okay? Uh, let me know where you come listening from, city, state, country. And tune in because later... We'll be back tomorrow to dig into these afflictions. God bless you.